Hey everyone, classy. Wow. We're, we're classing it up. Terrible. That was that was our one of our very few uh, foreign entries. That guy was from the Netherlands. That listen. I don't even know how to say his name. That sounded like a Netherlands burp to me. <laughs> that was that wasn't a domestic beer burp. That no, was, that's, uh, that's, that was some humor. fancy European beer. They got some weird ass beer in the Netherlands, dude. I like that. Gus pronounced the European burp as bjerp. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a umlaut on it, doesn't it? <laughs> it's a bjerpen. <laughs> oh. I might have to go. Brandon just messaged me and said that I got a call from an attorney. Uh-oh. Oh, we're finally a real company in Joel's <laughs> definition. It yeah. happened. <clears throat> Paternity test? No, it's a visa thing. Oh. Uh, so you're in the country illegally. All these years you've been joking about me. And it's you're about to get, get deported, huh? Back to Ireland? Yeah, back to Ireland. You are wearing a Notre Dame shirt today. I am? Oh, yeah. People have been looking at my shirt today. It's been kind of bothering me. Well, stop wearing such sexy shirts. <laughs> My tight, my tight Notre Dame T-shirt. You're just poured into that shirt, Bernie. I, I, it's just weird that the nipples are cut out. You know the fabric around there. I just don't think people it are breathes. seeing Notre Dame gear anymore because Notre Dame sucks so bad now. That is true. That is I, I mean, maybe the only people who still wear Notre Dame gear, like the people at NBC who pay them for their exclusive uh, TV rights. How? <laughs> They're like, go Irish. They just renewed that deal. I know they just fucking renewed it. God, what are they stupid? <laughs> like, we're due. We're due. How many bad, drunken Notre Dame Fighting Irish tattoos uh, do you think there are in the world? As many as Patriot tattoos, probably. I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of Patriot tattoos, but it seems like every Friday night, if you go into a tattoo parlor on 6th Street, there's at least like three dudes getting either an Air Jordan tattoo, even though he's been retired <laughs> for 20 years, or a fucking Notre Dame Fighting Irish tattoo. It's like, it's the drunkman's tattoo of choice. <laughs> what is the What is like the tattoo that you can get that's... You just shouldn't get any more. Mom, barbed wire. Oh, no, uh, there's a is... lot of tattoos. In nothing uh, Asian. Barbed wire, tribal, like the tribal stuff. I think barbed wire on your biceps got to be right there. I don't think nobody does that anymore, right? That was like for football players and people that wanted to be football players in the nineties, <laughs> right? And then Pamela Anderson, right? Oh god, Didn't she do it. Yeah, but she had like a movie and yeah, stuff. Yeah, she had a movie. She had so many. Fo- it made had, sense to her. She had so many football players in her. It's like she was in the NFL. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Yeah, we, you guys watch it's a great start to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Burps and vagina stuff. Do you guys watch like Dancing with the Stars or anything like that? Nope. No, come on. If anyone answered yes, they were going to fucking get kicked out. Come Why, on, do you, Bernie? No, but she was on it, and I was tempted to watch it, and so was the chick who... You remember the ESPN's... Aaron what? Andrews. Aaron Andrews, yeah. Yeah, she had a thing where some dude filmed her in her hotel room through her peephole. Yeah, it's fucked up. Right, that's pretty fucked, fucked up. up. That, that came out, like, that story came out, I think, like, the day or two days before we went to Comic-Con last year, and the whole time I was at Comic-Con, I was fucking paranoid about my peephole. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can, I was like, I Aaron so. Andrews might be out there watching me, you don't know. Yeah. I hope somebody grabs that and makes an intro out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Terrified of your peephole. In college, we used to fuck with people because, I don't know if you know this or not, but a peephole is just, you drill a hole in a door... And then a peephole comes in two parts, and you essentially just put them together through the hole and screw them together. Right, yes. It's like a nut and a bolt, essentially, the way it works. So it's really easy just to, when somebody's door is open, grab their peephole, unscrew it the opposite way, and then turn the peephole around so that you can look into someone's yeah, yeah. room from the hallway. <laughs> it's like a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. We stopped doing that, though. <laughs> Pretty quickly after... Started to find stuff you didn't want to find. Law enforcement came down. That was a, it, the, the dorm at UT, which was... Chester? Yeah, that's the largest... Is it still the largest dorm in the world? It was when I was there. I was there in 2000. It was it was designed by a guy who designed prisons. 
And it looks like, <laughs> literally. It looks like it. So there, are, there are all these weird facts about Jester Dorm. Like it has the most bricks of any building west of the Mississippi. And it was designed by a guy who designed prisons. And it's the largest dorm in the world besides the Red Army dorm in Moscow. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't know that one. Speaking of prisons, you want to hear something really sad? My high school that I went to in Mobile, Alabama, or in Theodore, Alabama, was a prison that was built on a marshland, and after they built it, it, the foundation cracked, and they realized it wasn't safe enough to put prisoners in, so they turned it into a high school. Are you <laughs> shitting me? Swear to God. God, what? That's so messed up. Yeah. We're, wow. So was it like a weird building where they're like weird security like a things? normal or? high school to me. Yeah. They, I mean, they, they, they didn't have like guard towers and shit up. I think that they uh, <laughs> they probably de-prisoned it right, <laughs> before right. they shuffled us into it. They yeah. deactivated the mines. There's nothing having recess in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> Would you guys go out there and lift? Yeah. Trade cigarettes. There's a lot of, a lot of. Did yeah. you have fun in sh- your shiv making class? <laughs> I, I was in AP shiv making. <laughs> it was pretty good. But I was in, we were talking about the tattoos that you shouldn't ever get. I was in. I'll the, tell you, I'll tell you one not to get real fast. Don't ever get a rooster teeth logo tattoo. Probably a good idea. Don't do it. We made that. We how many of those are? Uh, we're not, we're not worth it. There's like four of those out there. There's right? a lot. I think there's more than that. Yeah. But the, uh, I was in Best Buy the other day. And I was seeing now that pretty much everything is making its way to Blu-ray. Like, one of the titles I noticed that is now on Blu-ray is Roxanne, that Steve Martin movie. Oh, from yeah, sure, the remake of Cyrano de Bergerac. Right. And uh, it was it was interesting because I, I was amazed at the movies that, like, made it to D, to Blu-ray. That, like, who's going to buy go out and buy these movies, you know? I would buy Roxanne. That's a great film. <laughs> would you really? Yeah, I, I watch it on Netflix every once in a while. I don't know. You want to see that nose in Blu-ray? It's it's like what we used to talk about when you know DVDs were first taking off. It's like you knew a movie was good if it came out on DVD. Mm-hmm. And then at first it was like that was kind of true for Blu-ray, and now it's just they're really starting to shotgun everything. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of stuff that couldn't ever go to Blu-ray, like specifically TV series. Like when they made the transition from filmed TV series to in the 80s to videoed, hmm. and the video quality is now so lousy when you have it. In you're high you're def. talking about like Dallas and and Family stuff Ties, like that. Yeah. and you know stuff yeah. like that. Hmm. I can totally see that. There's got to yeah. There's got to be a big portion of of stuff that's unavailable, right? Like it. When did they make that transition? Because I remember, like, I remember when I had cable, we had HDNet, and they had like Knight Rider in HD and A Team in HD and stuff like that. So it was pretty late into the '80s before they made that switch. Well, I think most. I think it's the, for the those, half hour sitcoms. Yeah, those might have been bigger budget. Maybe. Shows. Yeah. The hour long shows they usually always looked a lot better. But uh, even like the the live ER stuff. Did you ever watch any of those live ER episodes? No, they looked horrible. Yeah, this like that was like with a mini DV camera or something. Yeah. <laughs> right, those like, are like so bad. What was state of the art at the time, and now it's just getting blown away. Man, this has got me thinking about all my favorite TV shows in the eighties. I wonder if Mr. Belvedere is on Blu-ray. Mr. Belvedere. I would watch. I would. I would buy a Blu-ray player for that. Was there a big urban legend about Mr. Belvedere? What was it? Like, I don't know, like he killed a bunch of people or something like that. Oh, <laughs> I, I never heard that. I just no. He just helped them to their death. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Snopes and look up Mr. Belvedere. Right? I uh, I just really wanted to be Wesley when I was a kid. Who's <laughs> Wesley? There was a little boy in Mr. Belvedere who was like, uh, kind of like, I don't know, Dennis the Menace. You know, he always had a scheme going on. <laughs> he was like loading dice, and like he was always doing, you know. Loading <laughs> dice. Yeah, he was like he was like a little hood. You so know he, the uh, the lost complete the complete lost Blu-ray uh, box comes out sometime in August. I think like August twenty fourth. Oh, yeah. oh really? Yeah, it's like going to be like two hundred bucks for everything for blue on Blu-ray. Yeah, on Blu-ray. That's not bad. Well, I think it might be a little more. It's like two hundred bucks on Amazon. If they're smart, they should sell that today. 
before the before the last episode even comes out. <laughs> Start taking oh. pre-orders today. Well, that was when everyone's upset at the final episode. Right. I mean, yeah, they got. I don't. I don't know where it is because I stopped watching probably about seven episodes ago. Uh, maybe I'll catch up between now and the finale, but I really doubt it. Well, finale Sunday. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's possible. Four days. I yeah. can marathon it and get it done. I mean, they're only forty minutes an episode. If, yeah, know, that's true. If you're behind six, you know that's this last episode is pretty good. Really, Gus said, Meh. "Oh, I, I liked it a lot. It was okay." Like, like the stories are getting like Desmond right now is is awesome. Like I don't know what the hell's going on with him, but he's being very very cool. When wasn't Desmond awesome? Yeah, that's true. But he kind of vanished for a while. Like he sort of disappeared for a bit. Now he's and he's really uh, taking over. It's pretty awesome. Well, he's the constant, right? Uh, yeah. Dude's got to come around. Well, sometime. he he was Faraday's constant. So yeah. he's not the constant. He's <laughs> a constant. <sighs> we got okay. the semantic sure. police are over you, here. Are you watching it? No. Yeah, like Penny was Desmond's constant. I get, uh, I get, I you know, I still read it on. Did you read Wikipedia. last night's episode yet? No, I had Brandon surmise it for me. <laughs> he's got, he's gotten too lazy to read <laughs> the Wikipedia version. <laughs> so I, I did Brandon to somewhere. No, I did it. last week's episode for him, and Brandon did this week's. Yeah, I don't need to read anymore. Reading's for suckers. You think I want to get strained eyes? Come on. I pretty much. Wow. I pretty much almost entirely stopped watching TV, but for a very weird reason. It's because our cable provider here sucks. So bad. Yeah. It's unbelievable how bad our provider so sucks. Are, are, Time Warner's you still have Time Warner? TV? Yes, we still have Time Warner. Oh, fucking terrible. What are you doing, Gus? Uh, I don't. I have an antenna. Your antenna just get over the air? Mm-hmm. And then you, how do you record? Like a I don't. V- VHS? I don't record. <laughs> I, you could do it with a, like a, build like your own DVR, but I don't want to. Yeah, if you have an antenna, you're not, why would you go through all the trouble of building your own DVR? Yeah, I mean, it, you could do it pretty cheap, but I don't know. I just... I don't know. I, f- I find, like, I'll, I'll just watch it when it comes on, and that's it. And if you miss it, just watch it on Hulu. Right, and if I miss it, then it's on Hulu or ABC.com or wherever. Jack, do you have Time Warner still? Yes. Do you get constant digital dropout on when you're watching stuff? More, most recently, my, my cable box has just been re- resetting. I'll be watching a show, it just turns off and then boots up again. They didn't steal your cable box? <laughs> no. That was one of the few things they left. That was nice of them. How are you holding up with that, by the way? Uh, there, I've got the, the, or the detective is now like starting to work with a few people to hopefully find more. Apparently, uh, my uncle like knows people up in the, uh, APD and he contacted some folks. And so now suddenly they're very interested in helping me a lot more. Yeah. They seemed very disinterested when you called them. Yeah. So, uh, so now I'm getting like emails from like this, like the detective I'm working with, like I got emails from his boss, like, please send me anything. You also send him like, oh, okay, cool. So. So hopefully they'll start doing stuff. So and we, we we have a few possible, you know, we we have some we have some things that might be helpful in the case, I guess. So some very, I, with, I mean, I'm trying not to give away anything. Some very helpful information. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I'm hearing from this is that the system works. Yeah, yeah. as long as you have got a well placed uncle who yeah. knows somebody, it can make a call, and then suddenly your case is important. And also, you can do all the work for him. All you literally do is go here. Like, use this to find the person who stole why, my stuff. Why don't you just take it one step further and find him yourself? I'm going to call Fucking uh, vigilante justice. <laughs> call Dog the Bounty Hunter to come help yeah. me. In my, in my opinion, Jack had the equivalent of a picture of the... Like, the guy dropped his driver's license at the place. Would be essentially about the level of what you had. Yeah. yeah. And you give that to the police and... They're like, oh, well, we don't know. We'll look into it. Yeah. This, will, this will take like this, will take this driver's out. license is expired. In, in six weeks, maybe we'll find something out. Maybe. Don't yeah. hold your breath. <laughs> hey, Mr. Patillo, lots of people have driver's license. <laughs> you want us to arrest everybody in a car? <laughs> but, God, uh, unbelievable. But yeah, I have, I have two very, very solid pieces of, you know, 
stuff that could help us out. And so now they're finally kind of looking at that. Hopefully we, you have them with you today and they're not left to your house. Where yeah. they're just <laughs> no, th- thankfully. So of my two Xboxes that got taken in two weeks, I, my, my profile was actually on my USB thumb drive and I had it at work the whole time. So I never lost any of my game saves or anything like that. So that's convenient. But other than that. So that's what you have left? Pretty much. You have, that, you have that and your flip? Yeah. Maybe my, you can make a video of your USB thumb drive. <laughs> you don't have the games, but you have the game nope. saves. That guy that didn't take your wardrobe, a free gaming t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what, so I realized uh, they took – I had a bag, a Fantastic Fest bag that was full of all my badges I've gotten from like the last six years. Like my Comic-Con badges, South by Southwest badges. Anytime I go to an event, I'll just throw my badge into a bag. They took my bag. Dude. Literally all – it's just full of badges from the stuff I've gone to. You know, why would they take that? You know what they did? They did you a favor there. That's the bag of never getting laid, man. <laughs> Come on. That's a record of every nerdy thing man. you've done for the I'll, past six years. I was actually thinking of taking that, like, taking that to the new office and, like, putting them up on the wall or something cool. No, no dude. That no. is... That but, is they did us all a favor. That is, like, naked girl kryptonite. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of naked chicks up at the office. So hey, no, no, dude, around. you haven't been to the new office yet. We're not, we haven't moved in. You don't know what we got going we, on. We have a hot chicks room at the new office. You know what? Keep collecting badges and you'll never find out. <laughs> we hired an architect for a reason. <laughs> By the way, this bag was in your bedroom at home. Yeah, so yeah. It, it is... Unsafe, basically. Well, it's good riddance to it. Who cares? Of all the things, Jack, you have to look on the bright side. Is that? But it's like, no, but I mean, like, yeah, I understand, like, yeah, it's not a big deal, but it's like, why would you take that? Like, of all things, like, why that, you know? Identity theft. They left my DJ Hero controller. Maybe they also don't (laughs) want to get laid. That's a statement. Yeah. (laughs) They left your DJ Hero. But... They left the books. They, like there were books on top of games. They took the books off, took the games, put the books back. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So I still have my copy of World War Z, but oh, they left World War Z. Yeah. So, so you're not totally helpless. You do. You, they did leave some stuff for you. Yeah. That's nice too, because without a you know Xbox or a computer, you've got a lot of free time on your hands at home God. to read now. <laughs> you know, I don't really want to talk about this anymore, too, because after the last couple of podcasts uh, that I weren't that I wasn't on, and you guys were talking about Jack's stuff being stolen, my personal comments have been filled with people saying, "Hey, we should do something to cheer Jack up." Hey, Bernie, you should organize a contest or you should organize a fucking charity event or Bernie, you should – like people are giving me a litany of shit to do because Jack's stuff got stolen. And every time they make a suggestion, I go, OK, go for it. To yeah. Them. It's like go for it. They're like, well, I can't, I can't do this. Like, Suddenly because, because one of Jack's parents is a drug addict, now we have to <laughs> fucking jump through hoops. What? It's like don't give me shit to do. I have enough to do in my life. I also don't understand in my personal comments, why the fuck do people show up in my personal comments – and want tech support or general information about something we don't have anything yeah, to fucking do with. That's the best. Yeah. I don't I don't know why you can't log into Xbox Live. I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm glad you're not on Xbox Live so you can't fucking message me on Xbox Live. Stop fucking asking me. I don't care. I don't care. God. You, Gus, you must get the, that the, that's, than- that's the best. Hey, uh, I'm going to buy a new wireless router. Linksys? Like, what, what, what? I don't even know anything about you. What are you going to be doing, you know? I didn't, no, that, that doesn't mean give me a more detailed explanation. <laughs> that means don't fucking ask me. I just don't understand. I don't understand. Speaking hey, of- I want to buy a new computer. What should I buy? I don't know. Buy a fucking computer. I'm going to get on right now and see the difference between our personal comments, Gus, and Jeff's personal comments. I get, you don't get anything like that, do you? Uh, Look at my personal comments. See what you think. You must get, like, what game should I buy? I get a lot of like I get a lot of booze related questions, advice, you know. 
what should if I want what can I mix with this? Am I am I the only staff member who doesn't have friend request turns off? Friends request turn off? Uh, fuck, I can't even speak. <laughs> I, I think that is correct. Okay. I accept everyone who sends me friend requests because I don't want to have to deal with people saying, Why aren't you my friend? So why are you making fun of the users, Jack? Yeah, Jesus. I know, Jesus. Totally what? uncalled for. No, because I get people constantly asking me if, like, you, if I can ask, like, you or, like, Jeff if, like, they can add, add as friends or whatever. I've got a great one, the most recent one. Hey, can you wish my friend a birthday on today's podcast? No. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your friend has the shittiest birthday <laughs> he or she has ever had. What's your friend's name? Oh, I don't know. Oh, it's on Jeff. Jeff, could you please say happy birthday to my friend on the drunk tank tomorrow? His username on the site, we have both been avid listeners and RVB fans for a You know what? I'm going to say happy birthday, and I'm going to take it one step further. Sounds like a dude who likes to support people that need help. So if you have any <laughs> yeah. questions about the community, about tech support, about, about what games to buy, what routers, what restaurants, what alcohol, you should personal comment. He is now the official question asker or question answerer for our site. Right. You, you, you realize I'm going to bleep out every single time we said his username. <laughs> you shouldn't, man. That dude. That dude just got a new job. <laughs> Happy birthday, <laughs> man. Let's see how old <laughs> man is today. <laughs> beep, 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 Acor- beep. According to the site, he's 20 years old. Hey, hey one more year. Um, did you see that they? Um, I guess now you there. Blizzard's rolling out a beta version of a mobile auction house you can access on the iPhone. That's pretty cool, dude. Um, it's only on a few servers right now. What servers is it on? Um, it's I, mean, I don't want to list them. It's like fifteen of them. Oh, okay. Uh, but we'll, we'll luckily, is it on Bone Shore? No. Is it on Thunderlord? No. Damn. But Dog two it. of the servers that I have characters on, it, the auction house works for that. And I guess right now it's in beta, so it's free. But once they roll it out for everyone, it's going to be a premium app that you have to pay two ninety nine a month to use. Oh, so it's a subscription app. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. Hmm. That's uh, it's interesting. It's, it's yeah, two ninety nine every thirty days. So when are we gonna start playing World of Warcraft again? I don't know. I, I patched it. I updated it. Same here. I reactivated my account. I'm yeah. ready to go. In in you know nine months, whatever uh, we slow down an achievement hunter, we can actually start doing stuff. Ooh, there'll be no slowing down in nine months, dude. God, I come I come back on the day after four AAA titles launched. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm looking forward. You to know, it. the other day, yesterday morning, I had to go down to the new office to wait for uh, the phone the phone company to come and install a phone line for us. So I sat there for like two and a half hours in the morning, and uh, I was kind of bored, and there's a Walmart like right across the street from where our new office is. So I thought, I'm going to go over to that Walmart and see if they have Alan Wake for sale, because it's eight in the morning. And I went over, and they actually had it. That's cool. They had, I guess they had a midnight launch for it, and I walked over, and it was in the case and everything. I was able to buy a game at eight in the morning. You know, that kind of pisses me off that they had a midnight launch, because I checked their website trying to find if there were any midnight launches, and they don't have any kind of information like that on the website. Well, anymore. Walmart just at midnight, they just put games out, or you can ask for games at midnight. Can you? Yeah, I've done that before. Okay. I got actually I got Modern Warfare 2 at the Walmart near my house. That, well, that's 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 one thing I'm excited about with the new office is yeah, well, the, 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 the proximity to being able to get games easily. Cause well, I feel like right now it's impossible to get games easily at our There's our also office. a GameStop in that same complex. Yeah, but they're not open that so early. Like 10 well, or 11. I mean, they might do midnights for <laughs> some games. Yeah, so. if you fucking pre-order. Oh, I went to the Target by our house, Gus, where I always go on Tuesday mornings to fight with the Target employees, and there were no <laughs> Target employees around, <laughs> so I opened all of the video game boxes myself <laughs> <laughs> to get all the games, because I bought Red Dead, Split Second, What you should start doing uh, is you need to, bu- you need to buy like, a red-colored shirt, and on Tuesday morning, put it on, pants. and go in, and just start like opening all the boxes looking for your shit. But it was funny, because like, some like 17-year-old kid comes over, I'm on my last box, and he goes, what are you doing? And I go, uh, your job? And the guy goes, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then he couldn't figure out how to log into the register, so he had to call two more employees over to help, and it ended up taking like 40 minutes to buy those games after I unpacked the boxes. You should have wahooed it. <laughs> you're a wahoo beer as a kid? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not as a kid. <laughs> a 10-year-old with beer. You probably wahooed paint. <laughs> Spray paint or whatever the hell you did. Some, some, kid, some kid wrote us and talked about how... He, uh, you got us through dark times. You got him through dark times when he was huffing paint. And I thought, you don't know how appropriate that is, kid. <laughs> how low do you get to huff paint? I've never huffed paint before. I wouldn't imagine. But how low do you think a person would have to get to huff paint? Uh, you'd have to be about 17. I've done gas. I've done uh, lighter fluid a lot. Never Scotch guard. Never paint, though. Jesus. Paint, there was, there was, paint, paint was a big problem in Eagle Pass. A bunch of people used to huff spray paint. And you could always tell. It was always funny because I guess they would like spray it into a paper bag and then smell it. And you could always see like... A ring of paint around their mouth, like you know, like Homer Simpson. You know, if that. any if anybody wants to know, gold and silver spray paint and are the ones up, to do. I was Not, about to yeah. say it was don't, all, don't it was, give tips. It was always gold and silver. Yeah, do you guys have seen the famous mugshot? Yeah, of the guy who's got a big ring oh, of gold. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> right, the Golden State Warrior shirt. But seriously, that that shit will kill your brain. Don't do it. But yeah, make you pass out and die and asphyxiate in your room. Yeah, and then you're not going to look good in the coffin. Your face is going to be all gold and silver. <laughs> that shit does not come off. Let me ask you a question. Okay. What would you pay in order to never set foot inside of a retail store again? Like, per year, what would you pay? Oh, dude. Um, I'd pay a lot. I'm going to do a bit of a commercial. I, I, I know where this is going. I you fucking too. walked right into it. I am I am a evangelist for a service that I have, which is called Amazon Prime. And it costs me $79 a year. And for $79 a year, I get free shipping from Amazon, free two-day shipping. And if I want anything one day, the next day, then it's, I think, three ninety nine an item. So it's almost like you would always do it. That's super, super cheap. Yes. And so I don't – I can't tell you the last time I went into a retail store to buy anything. Can, do you buy clothes and stuff that way? You can, I, like, buy underwear and socks because I do the weird thing where I buy two or three packages of socks a month and then just roll through, like, my socks. I don't – I know that was always your, your dream. You talked your about dream. that. Yeah. You talked about that for years. I think ever since we started was Rooster the, Teeth, your dream was I want to only I want to buy new socks. I want to wear a new pair of socks every day. Yeah, I never, never want to wear that. the same pair. With like of socks a sparkle twice. in your eyes. So we used to say you were crazy, <laughs> and then you used to love going on trips because you could buy. That was your excuse to buy new socks. Was on trips, you could take them with you, and then you would just leave them there. I love new socks. I don't know what it is. I love new socks. <laughs> yeah, I, see, I, I guess Amazon Prime is seventy nine bucks a year, and you get a free trial for a month. I can't. I cannot recommend it enough. Because then you think like, oh, I should go to the store and get X, or like I sh- I need a box fan for my house, or something like, or some small production thing we have here. And you just go on Amazon, two seconds, click, and it's on its way. And you have to think about it. You don't have to like, well, I got to go home and I got to stop by Target or whatever, or I got to deal with that dude. Now, but if you're one of those people who shows up at a friggin' midnight launch for a game at GameStop, it's not that level of convenience. But dude, sure. I'm not. I'm not that person okay. anymore. Question. You know how Amazon, you know, Amazon sells stuff, but there's also other people who sell stuff through Amazon. When the other people sell stuff, is that also like Prime eligible? Like Z stores? No, when you just use the, the word you use, Prime eligible, that's actually what it's called. And you can sort when you search for something based on what's Prime eligible. And okay, not. so some things are not Prime eligible. But all the stuff that's sold by other entities but then fulfilled by Amazon is Prime eligible. Gotcha. And some things are, but it's still – like the nice thing is too is that like a lot of times I'll order multiple things in, in one order. And some of it will be coming from some – like that cot that I got, remember? That, yeah. That came from somewhere else. And so uh, – but like other things that I get, like those fans, they came one day and it was three ninety nine for that. And it's 
I'm, do you think you buy more stuff now because of the convenience? Because for me, it would be like, I need to go to Target and get X. Nah, fuck it. I'm not getting out of the house to go all the way over to Target. I think, I, I think maybe I do the opposite. I think it's a mixed bag because I think sometimes I will just say, oh, I need one thing. So I just buy the one thing. If I go to Target, I'm like, shit, I'm going to walk around here. I don't want to come back in here and park and all that. Yeah. And so I'll go buy like maybe more things than what I need. But like Amazon – you just buy the one thing at a time, and that's it. Bang, bang, bang. I mean, this t- totally sounds like commercial. It's not. I love this fucking service. I wish everybody had this. I wish we could get it for our shipping for our stuff. The problem is I – sometimes when I realize I want something or I need something, normally I don't know if I can wait two days. Like it's like, oh, shit, I need this right now. You would be – well, there is some stuff like that, sure. But, I mean, usually it's usually it's the issue of – and I get shipped to the office too. So it's like I'm in here at 3 o'clock on a Tuesday – I'm not going to go out that night and get it. I know it'll be here first thing in the morning when I get here if I if I want right. something. Sure. So I I this Amazon Prime thing I cannot recommend it enough. I'm afraid it's going to go away. That like they're going to say it's eighty bucks and people are shipping up stuff everywhere, you know, around the world two day shipping. So this is a weird picture they have on their page. It looks like this chick has huge hands because of the perspective. <laughs> that is fucked. <laughs> they're up. They're like monstrous. That is fucked up. But yeah, we we should get some money from them or something. That was a pretty pretty good plug. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, sorry. Think, is there anything you would like to plug today, Gus? World of Warcraft. Yeah. How's your, how's your new car treating you? My new car's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm really liking. It. I finally my license plates are finally in. I'm gonna go pick them up later. Did you uh, Did you figure out? Did you finish your gas mileage test? Um, no, I still haven't. <laughs> I still haven't. Oh, really? In my gas tank now. That's pretty. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So you're still in your first tank of gas. I'm or on your my second second tank of gas. And you've had the car how long? Three weeks, three and a half weeks. You and I have very different gas mileage. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's great. I, I love, I fucking, it's, it's kind of like the convenience thing. I hate stopping for gas. I feel like every gas station is out of the way, and if I go, there's a fucking bum who wants to wash my windshield, or some dipshit who wants to sell me a fuel additive, or, like, even paying at the pump, you still have to deal with these people. See, I, I go to the Chevron, I never get that. The Chevron buyer People house. walk up and say, hey, I'm thinking about buying a router, Gus. Linksys. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to do... That's what we're finding here. Uh, we're all, like, hermits. We're all, like, uh, just introverts, I guess. Well, it's like, I kind of... It's a thing where I kind of have everything I need at home, and, and you know, t- I'm with you. Yeah. I, I totally am thinking about buying a more fuel-efficient car, not to save money or anything, but just so I don't have to pump gas yeah. twice be, a week or once be, a week. It must be nice to have everything you need at home. <laughs> <laughs> Man, speaking of routers, Saturday morning, my router died. My Linksys router died. And, uh... I went through... And, and guess, guess what? Jeff, who is a friend of mine and has been a friend of mine for like 12 years, his router died. He needed a new router. He didn't fucking call me and ask for advice. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I, but which I was is, which <laughs> you people shouldn't ask either. And we live... Like, he lives two blocks from me. And he lives like, like next door. Gus is pointing at the internet right now. I would now. never do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> point at his computer. The point I was going to make is, while we're having advertisements, I it took me longer to troubleshoot the broken router than it did to drive the Best Buy bio a uh, airport express wireless in come home install it and get set back up like that thing it was the fastest i've ever set anything up in my life oh you got one of the, the apple ones yeah those, those things ba- are fantastic things, those are pretty cool. I, no i didn't get the uh you got the express i get the oh, express okay. yeah just like the little like box you the one you in. plug in the wall yeah i have a i have the big station the square one whatever yeah. it's called and then i have two of the ones you're talking about to extend it that was that's super easy yeah because mm-hmm. i've always had a problem with range in my house where it doesn't like reach from it's a big choice where the hell do you put the router in the house the base station is cool cuz you can plug a usb hard drive into it and then it's like a network hard drive like anyone can connect to it does it work for a time machine too uh yeah. they that's yeah that, that's a different yeah? thing though mm-hmm. right time capsule time capsule yeah well no but i'm asking can you plug it you you said you can plug a usb i think i think you can also plug in any 
It can used you? to be you couldn't, and I think they uh, did a software update where you can plug in just about any hard drive now. Product that does that, right? Yeah, that would be cool. So, what do you think? What do you guys think of uh, what's going to happen at E3? Like, what the hell is Microsoft going to announce? Cirque du Soleil, the game. Yeah. God. Can I tell you something about that? So, I, I I never had the conversation with you guys about it, but I read that Cirque du Soleil was going to be part of the Xbox experience at E3. They're launching I, it. That's that thing they're doing all. Sunday night. And I immediately said, "That is so fucking stupid." <laughs> That is such a waste of money. I feel almost like a taxpayer with Xbox. I don't know what it is. <laughs> like, I have some, like, they have some level of commitment to me that, that they shouldn't waste my money, but that's not true in any way. I mean, they're a company who has to promote something. And thought, this is so fucking stupid. Cirque du Soleil, why are they doing that? And then somebody casually mentioned Cirque du Soleil will be there to promote Natal and the Natal experience. I go, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. It yeah. actually does make, it, <laughs> it actually. Does. Supposedly, they're going to, they're going to create some sort of an experience that's never been seen before. That's really interesting. Yeah. But with Natal, it makes sense. I don't know. I'm still with your original sentiment. No, no, <laughs> no. It, it makes sense. <laughs> it seems it seems gimmicky and dumb. Like Cirque du Soleil. What is this? Fucking 1994. The su- the sucky hey. thing for me is that I was like telling my wife, I was like, Griffin, I got to go to L.A. for a week. I'm going to go to E3. She's like, video games, whatever. Have fun. And then she finds out fucking Cirque du Soleil is going to be there. And now it's like, a, are we going to get divorced because you can't <laughs> go see Cirque du Soleil with me? She's the, upset? Like, yeah. She loves – apparently my wife loves Cirque du Soleil. It's a big it, deal. You go see it every day in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. have like two or three shows. No, it's like seven shows. Now. Is it? Jesus. <laughs> now, the Cirque du Soleil thing, the weird thing about that, then it's all experience event. There's no camera equipment allowed. No recording devices at all allowed in the event. MTV so, is going to air yeah. it, though. They're okay. Pr- they're probably going to do it themselves. Yeah. Yeah. But they just want to control the information. I dude. guess so. Man, you don't want to make videos of. I mean, Cirque du Soleil is a kind of a cool, fun experience. If you don't know what that is, yes, it's, it's cool like and fun. An acrobatic circus where it's just a bunch of people jumping around and climbing ropes and doing doing crazy, crazy yeah. stuff that apparently blonde women from Oregon are obsessed <laughs> with. <sighs> take her. Yeah, just take her. Why not? Have you not seen any <laughs> shows? Hey, here's another suggestion. This is something I often suggest to you. Take your wife to Vegas. I don't know why you won't go to Vegas. I'll take her tomorrow. Why don't you just go? It's, it's, okay. Is it a thing? Because no, every I'm time I bring gonna, it up, you're like, I'm no, not gonna, refuse. We got a busy week, dude. Don't go I'm tomorrow. not going to be in the office tomorrow. Damn it, I'm <laughs> in Vegas. But what is it? Like, every time you and Griffin... I, I can't get away from my kid. I can't get a weekend babysitter. And I'm not going to take my kid to Vegas. Well, there are places in Vegas where you can take a kid. Don't ever go to those places. Yeah. yeah like I'm, Circus Circus and stuff I've been, like I've been Circus Circus when I was a kid. Now, seeing kids in Vegas makes me angry. Like, I'm just, like, walking around. It's like, oh, it's midnight. We're walking around a casino drinking. Why is there a child walking around this casino? You see that shit at 6th Street a lot, too. Oh, it's the worst. But, yeah, like, I would fly my mom in for to watch Millie for, for a weekend or whatever, but I'd rather do that for a big vacation, like, to Europe or something. Not just to Vegas. Why don't you leave Millie with Gus for a weekend? <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah, that's not a bad he's a idea. he's a block no. away, dude. No. Esther could dress her up in different outfits. And yeah, stuff. that's true. No, she's like a mini human. No, she'd love it. <laughs> no. How well do you think you deal with a kid in your house? Not very, not at all. Yeah. No, no, my house is not very uh, kid friendly. There's a lot of breakable stuff, like within the first three feet of the ground. A lot of knives just pointed outward. Yeah. <laughs> you know, after Gus level. was in charge of house sitting. You probably don't want him babysitting. That no, not be a good <laughs> I don't idea. want my kid to come covered in stickers. <laughs> <laughs> I, bet, I bet she would love that. Dude. I'll give her the stickers and tell her to go crazy no. in the house. Moving on. You think you found all of them yet? All the stars? Uh, I found some the other day, actually. Where yeah. <laughs> were they? Behind a painting. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I remember those. <laughs> yeah, they're still around. That's awesome. Uh, they're, they're, you've probably found most of them by this point. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm not actively looking for them. Yeah. Did you see 
Also, I guess uh, I'm, I'm going back to my uh, my World of Warcraft plug here. Oh, please do, man. Uh, I guess Blizz- they announced that BlizzCon tickets are going to go on sale, I guess, in a couple weeks, like two weeks. So they're going to sell out in probably like ten minutes or yeah, so? Yeah, the, the uh, joystick had the best headline about it. Uh-huh. BlizzCon tickets on sale for a few seconds on June 2nd and June 5th. <laughs> are you going to go? No. Why would you? I mean, what is the purpose of going to BlizzCon? Normally, they'll to get the they'll, pet. They'll show something new and then sell a pet, or not sell a pet, give you a pet for going. Well, you you went that one time and had a good time, right? No. Oh, you didn't enjoy? <laughs> it? No, I was really. I went the first year, oh, okay. and uh, I thought I, you did. I felt like there wasn't enough content to support a convention. If that makes sense, it was like it's really specific. Two things. Yeah, how many? Like, uh, how many tickets do they sell? Like, how how big is the event? I don't know. I don't know. I wish I did. You could ask me questions I can't answer. <laughs> no, but I agree with Gus. I mean, that is a con about one thing. Yeah, but if that one thing is your life, yeah, it, it's probably worth it. I mean, it's I mean they, they've diversified. Like the first year I went, it was it was all World of Warcraft, and then they showed a little bit of Starcraft Ghost off on the side, right? And then now they actually have you know Starcraft two and Diablo and other I mean, stuff. They do have a lot of irons well. in the fire right now, right? But the, the first year was was pretty small. I guess the last year to answer your question, there were twenty thousand attendees. Where do they have it at? Do you know? Uh, Anaheim, I think. And then the yeah, first yeah. the first year I went, there were eight thousand. Hmm. They're talking about moving to Vegas, right? Uh, that was rumor for a while. I'd go to that. Suddenly, you want to go? I'd go to that. Uh, Any excuse to go to Vegas is a good excuse. I hope they move. Uh, do you think Comic Con? Yeah. Vegas. Do you think Comic Con would go to Vegas? It's the only place it can go, right? Vegas or maybe Orlando. Orlando, yeah. Yeah. They got to they got to go somewhere. That the thing is too big for that space. Yep. Have you have you been to the uh, Las Vegas Convention Center? No. It's incredible how big that place is. Like I, I I was in one like I went to CES two years ago, and I was in one convention hall, and I was like, "This is the largest convention hall I've ever seen in my life." Then I realized there was another one on top of it, of the, the same size. Like it was like the second floor was identical. Oh yeah, yeah. And then there's like another wing. <laughs> okay, I, I love Las Vegas Convention Center is one of the largest convention centers in the world at three point two million square feet. God. But how does that compare to like the San Diego Convention Center? I mean, that thing is. For reference, is like five football fields long, and about three football fields wide, right? Okay, three point two for the okay. Vegas one. The uh, the the Vegas one was three point two million, right? Yeah. The convention center in San Diego is six hundred fifteen thousand square feet. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> five times the size. How big is the one in Orlando? <laughs> what a what a very specific. Uh, it's the geekiest conversation ever. <laughs> All right, three point two, six fifteen, and you know Orlando probably would be a better choice for Comic Con, just because I think the demographic of people who go to Comic Con would be more likely to go to Disney World yeah. than they yeah. would be to go to you know the MGM Grand or something like that. The Orlando one has two point one million square feet of exhibit space. Wow! So, so either one to, of those go to Orlando cool. first, then Vegas when they outgrow that. Dude, if they grew to the size where they needed three point two million square feet, that would be terrifying. Comic Con is out of space. They are definitely out of space. Yeah. Well, they get like they they accept like they can only accommodate like forty per, forty or fifty percent of the exhibitors that that apply. I'm here, surprised right? it's that high of a number, that high of a percentage. Yeah. So they they literally have like twice as many people trying to exhibit there than they can they can accommodate. That's money they have they have to turn away basically. Yeah, I don't think that's a big issue for Comic Con. Comic Con is a nonprofit organization. Really? After all these years, mm-hmm. yeah, they're nonprofit. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How many how many pe- how many people do you think Comic Con employs like just to run it? Two. I mean, Penny Arcade. How, how many people run the the PAX Expo? Well, like, the people that are employed at Penny Arcade and the people who run PAX are totally different. Like oh, all, that's right. all those enforcers are all fans and you know volunteers. I, I'm talking like organizers. Though. I read that 
I, I read how many people actually work for Comic Con one time, and I don't remember the number, but it was not a lot. Really? It was yeah, like, I, I believe it's. It very was few. like ten or fifteen people, I think. Yeah. It was. It wasn't much to it. And honestly, we we've been to a lot of cons. PAX is easily the best run con oh, that yeah. we've been to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably because the guys who run it have themselves suffered at the hands of other con officials. And the enforcers are awesome, man. Those guys are always great. Yeah, they seem to know what's going on. It's nice to run into people who can react to a situation. Man, trying to get a red shirt at Comic-Con to help you do anything is almost impossible. Yeah. The guys at Comic-Con that drive me fucking crazy are the guys who say, you have too many people at your booth, get rid of them. It's like, no, we're not getting rid of the people that are here to see us. Like, How do you want yeah. me to get rid of them? You want me to pull out a gun? You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Go Disperse. away, come back later. It's like, can you cancel your show? There's too many people that want to talk to you guys. It happens every year, too. And every yeah. year we have the same solution. Move us to a bigger booth. We'll pay more for a bigger booth. And they say, oh, we can't do that. But get rid of these people. They're blocking the hallway. Justin, I figured out how many points we have in the Comic-Con system the other day. Yeah, what was that? I got that email, too. Oh, did you? I didn't mean to send that to you. Sorry. It's okay. how they assign your booth. We, we have a we have a gr- great booth where we're on the corner on a major hallway. And it took us probably like four years to work up to that level of booth. This is our seventh year going to Comic-Con, I think. So it took us four Six years. Five years. Yeah. Penny Arcade's been going there, what, about three or four years longer than we have? Yeah. And they have a corner booth and the booth next to them as well, which would be great. We'd love to have that much room. Yeah. We're right across from them. But at this point, no one above us is leaving. You know, they're not going right. to stop exhibiting at at uh, Comic-Con. So there's nothing really that we can do. The, We're locked into the, the booth the, we have. The point system, to answer your question, is that's how they dele- that's how they decide – who gets what booth and who gets priority? Okay. So you know, the, if you you run the math on yourself to figure out how many points you have, I guess they run it on everyone, and then they you do booth assignments based on that. There I, are ways to boost points, but they're very expensive. I just I just love that the the one year I went to Comic Con, Microsoft had a booth that was just barely bigger than ours. It's like that's Microsoft. Well, they they remember video games were not a big part yeah. of Comic Con for a long time. It was comics and then movies and then TV shows, I guess as well. So the video game companies actually have very little presence at Comic-Con. Yeah. It's hard to get in. I mean, there's ones like Lucasfilm where luckily they get to add on to the, yeah. you know, Star yeah. Wars always had a big presence. Yeah, Warner Brothers had a really, really big booth. Yeah. You know, those are companies that already had their footprint at Comic-Con so they could just repurpose it for other things. But dedicated video game companies are just kind of late to the game. Yeah, they didn't. It looks like they didn't start. San Diego Comic-Con didn't start, like, hitting capacity and selling out till 2006. So, yeah. so we got in right before they started hitting attendee capacity. What was our first year, 2004? Yeah. And we got lucky because the first year that we applied to be at ComCom, we actually got a booth. There'd be no way that would happen today. The and first I, and year... I can, I can see here, the reason we, I think we were able to get a booth is 2004 was the year that they finally expanded into Hall H. Oh. Up until then, they had never gotten into that hall. I guess they expanded, we got in, and then they were like, you know, we, we were on that waiting list that got... Stuck in there. Yeah, we were on the waiting list until less than a month before the event started. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. Then we we got we got the notification we were in. We had to scramble like. Is that where you guys drove all the stuff out there? Yeah, yeah. I saw the yeah I saw the video on the behind the scenes disc or bonus like, disc. Long time ago. Yeah, it was me and Jason drove that out. We, it was there was a part of Texas. Texas is Gus nine hundred miles across. I think it's a. I think it's just under a thousand. Yeah. yeah. So it takes a full day to drive across Texas, and there's a, there's really nothing west of Austin. El Paso, that's it. Well, El Paso is like pretty much New Mexico. Just a lot point. of yeah. sand and rocks. There, there's a great road sign on I-10. If you're going from Louisiana into Texas, 
it's like uh, so you pull into Orange. Orange is the first city you hit. There's a sign that says like uh, what's uh, it's like Beaumont, ten miles. El Paso, eight hundred and fifty miles. It's like nine hundred and sixty miles, I think. It's, it's something yeah, it's ridiculous crazy. like that, though. But there was a point we we're hauling all of our gear out to Comic Con, like shirts and DVDs we were going to sell in a trailer behind my truck, and we reached a point when we were about two hundred and fifty miles between gas stations. And it was exactly how far we needed on one tank of gas, how far we could get hauling that trailer. It was so hot because it's in late July. It was so hot and we were hauling so much weight that you could watch the fuel needle move. You could actually see it dropping. That's pretty scary when you're in the middle of nowhere in Texas. And what, what is that on, that video? It's on. I think it's on the bonus oh, disc. The, yeah, in the bonus our box disc. Set. Yeah. yeah, that's the same. That's when uh, they had, there's the video of Matt asleep at the bar. <laughs> I didn't know that existed. There was a lot of stuff I had heard stories about, but I didn't know there were video of it. There's so. also a video on there, like the first time we had to shrink wrap a pallet. It was it was Comic Con. It was when we were leaving that day. We had to shrink wrap our own stuff to get we're, it. We're fucking professionals at that stuff now. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, it's a lot different. Bernie had the wet sock on his hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because we're doing that that big shrink wrap stuff. Yeah, who's the dude who discovered that shrink wrap stuff? That seems like a rather new invention. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Like those big rolls of shrink wrap when you move, and that's awesome. You know, normally when we go to a convention, um, like when you're packing up to leave, you put all your stuff on a pallet and you go tell them you're, you know, you're ready to check out and they'll, they'll give you some shrink wrap and you can wrap up your pallet. When we were up at PAX East, they don't give you the shrink wrap. You can buy a wrapping service for, from them and they, for, se- they send a dude over and for 85 bucks, he will shrink wrap one pallet. For $85 an hour, he'll shrink wrap. For no, a minimum it was, of it was $85 hour. per pallet. Oh, right, right, it was $85 right, yeah. an hour, minimum one hour. Yeah, that's right. And we had to sit around and Gus and I had to they, sit they, around they and wait for the dude to the oldest dude in the world <laughs> to come shrink wrap our pallet. Man, he'd worked his way up to that $85 an hour position. He's not going anywhere. And, yeah, and no the, kidding. And the thing is, like, I felt bad for him, you know, because he was kind of an old frail dude, but it's like, you don't want to help the guy because I'm sure it's like some union thing and. You know, he can't, he's got to do the job himself. Unions are a serious deal. Yeah, you don't fuck around with the unions. Gus and I, Gus was there when I was threatened by a union guy that if I touched his dolly again, he was going to break my arm. <laughs> and then he laughed. And then he was very serious. <laughs> he, said, he said it with a smile, and then he laughed, and then he just stood there looking at me like, don't fucking touch my <laughs> like, dolly again. Like, I'm joking so that you don't call the police, but I'm serious. Yeah. Where was that at? I was in Dallas. Of all places, Jeez. that was Dallas, where they had a... Texas is not big on unions, but they no, had no. one there. It was a union convention center where we showed. Yep. So, have you guys ever gone to QuakeCon? No. Nope. Yeah. yeah we have. Like, oh, really? Yeah, we yeah. went in two thousand three. I think two thousand three, two thousand four. Like, you had a booth, or you just wanted to go check it out? Uh, we were we did a panel there or something. I think. Yeah. Yeah, we did a panel on Machina. It was me, Matt, and Bernie. I believe. Yeah. Yep. Matt yep. was still living in L.A. at the time. Yeah, he flew in for it. I may actually, I may go to it this year. I, I've told you about the Doom thing I worked on, right? Yes. Yeah, so I might, they may do a screening of it, so I might actually go up to check it out. Oh, so. cool. Could be, What's could the Doom nice. thing? He did like a, he voiceovered the Machinima thing for Doom, yeah. for a friend. Oh, yeah? It's called Quake Arenas. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So. I don't even know what QuakeCon, it's just a, at this point, what do they do? Just well, like, a LAN party still? I wonder, like, I wonder what games they play. It's a gaming event. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like BlizzCon, except for just, you know, more like, it's all id-related stuff. Like, uh, last year they showed off, uh... Doom 2, I think, for Xbox Live Arcade, which still isn't out yet. And uh, I think they're going to show it again. They'll have that there. Um, yeah. Like, they'll, probably, they'll probably show Rage. Yeah, Rage. I don't even know when that comes out. Later this year, next year? I don't know, man. Remember when they they like, they like demoed that at like, Macworld or something? And like whatever happened with that? Oh. Huh. Like oh, John oh you're right. Yeah, they had John Carmack on stage. Yeah, yeah. John like, Carmack's a little busy going into outer space at this point. Armadillo. <laughs> you know. Air or whatever. What is it? Armadillo, Armadillo Aerospace. Okay. You know, hey, what's the deal? Anybody know? I'm going to ask a dumb question because I know nobody knows. 
the Bungie Aerospace logo has started showing up places. Do you know what that is? No idea. Nope. Any any idea? Maybe it's futurewarfare2.com. What does that mean? That was a joke. That was an act. The Activision went ahead. So you need a setup before you can deliver a parcel. <laughs> uh, Activision uh, just recently registered a whole bunch of domains, and it was like they registered Call of Duty Future Warfare. They registered Call of Duty Future Warfare 2 and 3, and then a whole bunch of other ones like that that all reference the future in space and stuff. Probably a good idea. Gus made a bunch of money because he registered Final Fantasy 13. Yeah. I registered FFXI.com. Wow. Final Fantasy 11. Which turned out to be the MMO. Oh, nice. really? I registered it like, be, man, before Final Fantasy 8 came out, I registered the thing. Did they buy it from you? No, a gold selling site bought it from me. Really? Yep. You traitor. I don't care. <laughs> what do Fuck I give it. a shit? I, was, yeah, I made money. I got somebody, mine. Anyway, this logo has started showing up places for Bungie Aerospace, and nobody really knows what it's about. You know, think it's an ARG mm. thing, like like I love bees. Well, I think it's probably more like the uh, keep it clean, you know, yeah. Virgil thing that started showing up places, and then it ended up being just a kind of a preview for ODST when it was coming out. Well, BungieAerospace.com is coming soon. There you go. Hmm. So what could it possibly be? That looks kind of like the Airwalk logo a little bit. Airwalk shoes. There's some Latin on it. I don't know what that means. Why don't you look it up? You took Latin. Probably had the internet. Something to the stars or to the heavens. To the moon, Alice? To the moon, Alice. (laughs) Can you read the actual Latin that was there? So our Latin-speaking podcast listeners. Per audacia ad astra. That was terrible. Yes, it was. It would probably be Audacia, actually. Oh, <laughs> through card. hard work to the stars. Through hard work to the stars. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. So something is coming. Something is in the pipeline. So should we do E3 predictions? <laughs> like, um, you think Bungie is going to announce something at E3? Nope. They already no, said they won't. man. They said that they're, they're focused on reach through the end of the year, and there'll be yeah, no announcements right. about their next thing. What else do you think will be a big Fuck. deal? I don't know. 360 uh, Slim. That's, yeah, some yeah. sort of a new 360. But I, Maybe a 360 that has Natal in it. They, I, I'm they thinking... got to get Blu-ray in the 360. They have to do it. I don't know. I don't at this know. point, no. I don't know. I, I, was, I was a big supporter of it, but at this point, I don't, I don't well, you two think flipped. so anymore. Yeah. yeah. I don't... I yeah, don't... I think they got to get it. Here's why. Is I, my kid was talking about the PS3 and the Xbox... And I, I, I asked him, what do you like about one versus the other? He goes, well, I like the Xbox and cause, just because we have more games for that. But he goes, the PS3 is cool because it has more movies on it. Like, he doesn't understand. But he's right, essentially. You well, know? you've yeah. done a bad job as a parent explaining the <laughs> Zune Marketplace to him. I guess I have, yeah. I guess. I, I, I'm probably the only person in the office that doesn't have a Blu-ray player, and I don't feel like I'm missing out in any way. Yeah, I don't have a Blu-ray player yeah. anymore. <laughs> but the, the quality is way better. It's Blu-ray's catching hold. I mean, if you go to Best Buy, and it's not like three aisles at Best Buy of Blu-ray. Well, the Blu-ray players. players are also super cheap, finally. Yeah, you can get them for 120 bucks now. Good yeah. one. I prefer digital delivery for everything. Yeah? Says yeah. the man who bought a Roku. Yeah, for digital delivery. Oh, wait, that's right. I just backed you up, didn't I? <laughs> Thanks. I'm going to buy a Boxy box when it comes out this year, or if oh, it ever comes out. What about those things? I want uh, one of those. My name is Boxy. <laughs> Every time you say that, I can't... I mean, they should hire that girl to be the, the spokesperson for Boxy. But uh, I, one thing I wonder about digital delivery, too, is I have purchased a lot of things on digital delivery. Games on demand, all of that. And, you know, they get paid for that once, but theoretically, you can keep your library online and download it as you need it. That's a lot. As people build up their libraries, 
That's a lot of traffic going back and forth of downloading these six gig games. Hell yeah, that's a that's a good call. Or yeah. even the TV shows. Like I buy all my TV shows through Zoom Marketplace and I stream them. I don't even download them. Yeah, I, yeah. I was uh, and I watch episodes five, six, seven times in a row. I was clearing up hard disk space on your. Uh... What? How, how fucking bored are you? I, I really like one show that I'm not going to name because you get mad about it. But I watch the same episode. We're, we're just sick of hearing about it. Intervention. Intervention. Always sunny. I watch Always Sunny every night. I God watch the same episodes it. over and over again. And I stream them every time. I, I, I didn't even know you were going to say that. <laughs> I, I don't know why you pride. I was trying to move on. It's fucking, I was fucking too. tired of hearing about so it. So E3 predictions. So Blu-ray, you think that. My my, my big, uh, I think, my, my big surprise, I think, is I, I have a suspicion that Peter Molyneux will say Fable 3 will be Natal only. I have a suspicion that they're going to unveil Natal and Brian Lamb is going to steal it, dissect it, and post the pictures <laughs> yeah, on Gizmodo. I don't know about that because the Fable 3 cover leaked the other day and it said it was for PC. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. it's set for okay. Xbox. And- well, only okay. for Xbox and Windows. I'm willing to bet though, at least so you just got fucking. I'm, I'm willing to bet they will release like a bundle pack with like Fable Three and Natal. Probably. And well, then maybe. it'll be like it'll certainly have aspects to Natal and Fable Three because mm-hmm. Molyneux has been all over it. Like he was like the you know spokesperson for it. Like with the to- not to- Milo, that's what it was. Yeah, that's pretty much all but been confirmed that. Fable 3 is going to work with Natal, though, yeah. isn't it? Has it? Yeah, that's yeah it open. is. When did they yeah. say that? I predict there will be video game announcements at E3. Yeah. I predict that Call of Duty Black Ops will have information at E3. <laughs> I, I think they're right, Jack. Is they, they have not, it's not the subtext. It is the text. You know, the, <laughs> yeah. Lionhead will be working with it. Lionhead's been pretty good about anything that they want to do, they'll support. I mean, they being Microsoft, that Lionhead's like, play, we'll play ball with them. They were the first people to do the episodic thing over... Games on demand for a full game. I read that that was tremendously successful too. Yeah, I mean it was. I, I liked it. You know, it was kind of a pain. It, it helped me learn how to manage my DRM stuff a little better. So mm-hmm. there was a little bit of a learning curve. But now I feel I love games on demand. I, I, mm-hmm. Hey, didn't you tell me the other day that you really just got really into Oblivion? No, I kind of did. I started playing it, and then I'm just busy with production, so I kind of fell yeah. out of it. But it was, it's cool. You know, I mean, it's 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 an older game now, and it. Definitely shows its age a little bit, but it's a good game. And really, yeah, it's, it's maybe I gotta go back and try it's Bethesda. Again. If you liked Fallout and you liked, uh, um, what's the other thing they make? Oh, I was just saying Mass Effect, but that's not right. Uh-uh. No, not even close. Yeah, so they, but if you like Fallout, why wouldn't you like Oblivion? Right? Man, yeah. can't wait for some Fallout New Vegas. New Vegas. When's that coming out? It's not in June, right? Huh? June or July, right? No, it comes out in the fall. Is it the fall? Yeah. yeah. It comes be... out October, I think. Oh, Crackdown 2 comes out in yeah. like, June or July. So excited. Maybe Be... Jeff can find a babysitter so he can play New Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so he can play that and Dead Rising 2. A lot of Vegas-themed games this year. Yeah. Oh, I guess there is, yeah. Dead Rising 2, then there was Rainbow Six Vegas. Was that less that than was... a year ago? No, that was more than a year ago. Yeah, was it was it? Vegas 1 and 2. There was a sequel? Yeah, yeah. Rainbow Six Vegas 2. Wow. Did you play the first one? Uh yeah, I played I played past where the Dodge Nitro was in the uh, in the spotlight and you couldn't shoot it. <laughs> Alan Wake was driving me crazy with that too. Uh, there's time. a bunch of the product Lincoln placement now. MKT Wake. and then like there's shots set up in cinematic specifically where you see two characters talking in a vehicle and the sync by Microsoft logo is very prominent in their in car navigation system. Wait till they're like take this Energizer batter or <laughs> flashlight. <laughs> they don't really say that, do they? No, but it's like oh. they had a flashlight. It's got the Energizer logo on it. Really? Yeah. Ugh. 
There's, yeah. There's the uh, Miracle Whip in uh, Skate 3. They're like an actual sponsor. And Dr. Pepper. There, there is a yeah. Miracle Whip achievement. Yeah. In there, there's, there's like four sponsored achievements in Skate 3. But, but they're the like, you know, they're like win the, the T-Mobile contest, win the, the Monster contest. That's not a big deal. But Yeah, those are, but, those are fine. Because those are actual, are those actual like real events, though? I think so. I know yeah. those guys sponsor a lot of stuff. But like the no. Miracle Whip's kind of funny because there's, there's like the, the trick called the Miracle Whip that you have to do. To get the Miracle Whip achievement. Is that a real skateboarding trick? No, well, no. I'm, well, I guess someone could do it, but I've never seen it done. It's no. It's, 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 it's like do a body flip, and it's like, yeah, that doesn't happen. That's yeah. ridiculous. No, only, only like Danny Way could do it. <laughs> In the real world, it's called the 720 sellout. <laughs> <laughs> the mir- Miracle Whip move to get the Miracle Whip achievement. Is that what you said? The achievement is called "Don't Be So Mayo," but the the logo is like the MW of Miracle Whip. Don't be so mayo. We did a video for it. Actually, it's, but, we, it's that, got a lot of views. reference? That sounds like a pun that I don't. I don't get the reference either. Yeah, it's like go see a Dr Pepper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a joke, but it's not a joke. Don't be so mayo. Yeah, I don't know. Is it supposed to be emo? I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think it, it fits. That's the thing where it's like. They handed that to the lowest level guy at that company. Like, fucking, we gotta do a what? We gotta yeah, do, we gotta write a fucking achievement for a fucking miracle whip. It's like, give it to Bill. You know, <laughs> give it to him. He's like, oh, I get to do my own achievement title. Like, oh, I, I didn't realize you meant Mister Bill from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, my no. intern voice, and he comes in, he pitches, he goes, "Here's what I got, fellas. I got, don't be so mayo." <laughs> you know, you should hang out with Pongo sometime. I yeah. typically don't like. Or I typically don't mind in-game advertisements. Like, Ghost Recon had, like, Dodge billboards everywhere. And I don't mind the Dr. Pepper machines in Skate 3. But when they affect the achievements like that, like the Old Spice Red Zone achievements in Madden, or, uh, or like, cut, uh, achievements in cutscenes, like in Ellen, like, that's just too much. Now, see, I don't, like, I, I used to think, like, if we got in-game advertising, maybe games will get cheaper. Nope, that never no, happened. No, what? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> cheaper. I might mention cheaper games, just so the developers get paid more, the guys who work on the yeah, games. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I have more than anything, because they work fucking hard on those games, but mm-hmm. damn. The best product placement I've ever seen in my life is, it's when it's subtle, but it's consistent. Uh, the the TV show Friends had probably the best product placement, because you can't think of the stuff that was product placed on Friends. There was so much product placement for TiVo in, in Friends, from I think from day one of that show. And it was it was fine. It was totally fine because they didn't make a big deal about it. They weren't like, let's use the Tebo, you know, bloop, bloop, yeah. you know, and all that stuff. But there was a literally on uh, what are the characters named Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox? I can't remember Rachel and Rachel. Monica. Yeah, they, in their apartment um, uh, next to their TV was a one of those Tebow dolls, and it was there I think from like season four on. And I was a big Tebow fan, so I was like the fact that hopefully Tebow was going to grab hold. But th- that's not a big deal. But Jesus, yeah, that Old Spice. That's the one I remember, too, is that Old Spice achievement. Yeah. It's just too much of a call-out. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you're skating around and you see a Dr. Pepper machine, that's fine. If I was skating around in real life, I could see a Dr. Pepper machine. Yes. That's totally fine and acceptable. And in some ways, it's better than seeing, like, some fake soda, you know? And then I have to stop and look at the fake goofy soda name they came up with, and they think they're clever, and it's yeah, like really that, not funny. Yeah, like right. those stupid machines in Halo 2. Oh, the Rooster Teeth logo <laughs> machines? <laughs> I was going to say. Accepting <laughs> a few. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, th- there was some uh, some marketing in uh, in Rainbow Six Vegas. Going back to that, like playing the multiplayer stuff, I remember a level where there was a movie poster, and every now and then it'd be empty, but occasionally it'd be a real movie poster. Yeah. Crack- Crackdown had that too, I think. Did they? Like that's yeah. kind of what I was referencing in Rainbow Six Vegas. Like one of the early levels, like you have to storm a casino or something, 
And, like, you can blow up all the cars and shoot them outside as you're going in, except for, like, the Dodge Nitro, which is under a spotlight. It's, like, it parked <laughs> in the Very obvious And there's a, there's a light coming from nowhere that's illuminating the car, <laughs> and you cannot damage that car. You can damage all the other cars on the street, but not the Dodge Nitro. Isn't there something, too, where they say, let's take the Dodge Nitro, like, in a in a cutscene, too? Am I crazy? I don't know. That might be a movie. Yeah, I don't know. Where they actually say the name of the car. That sounds like Heroes. Maybe that is Heroes. Yeah. Maybe it's something like that. Show. Or they, the they Island. Just, they just canceled the Heroes. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. About three seasons or four seasons too late. God. You know what else yeah. just got canceled? Law and Order. Re- which one? All of it. Law and no, Order origi- done. The original Law and Order. The original Law and oh, Order. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dunzo. <laughs> when they canceled it, like the executives had fun with that, they go, you're canceled. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I would deliver that message. <laughs> Where's the last Law and Order? Like, how do you have a finale for that show? It's like they solve every crime. They, they bring like, all 400 cast members back. I Bob, guess. Bob Newhart wakes up. <laughs> my, my wife was saying that they should, <laughs> like, if, if they're angry after being, you know, being cast for 20 years, that they should just go crazy their last few episodes. Like, have aliens invade New York. <laughs> and they're like, it's like in space now. <laughs> and they just go, like, totally off the deep end. Space law. <laughs> yeah. Was it NBC? Yeah. yeah. I mean, great if, like, their last episode was, like, uh, an an NBC executive is accused of pedophilia while killing, <laughs> while killing pandas. <laughs> I the writers. I would totally do that. And then, like, the, the, the end of the resolution is that the uh, the, the NBC executive uh, can't finish his trial because he killed himself by choking himself while jerking off. <laughs> so you, have, you have to get revenge in some way. Oh, that would be awesome. Oh, God, I just, I, I couldn't imagine, though, I really couldn't imagine being handed that assignment of you're the guy who's got to put Miracle Whip in Skate 3. And it's Skate 3, right? Yeah. And, like, that's a title, it's like, do you not understand your own audience that you would do that, that they're not going to react well to that? Miracle Whip. Huge in the skating community. <laughs> love skaters, universally love mayonnaise. And then you say, like, and then I can imagine the meetings, too, where it's like, okay, now we, it's like Miracle Whip. It, we got to put the brand name in a trick because kids love that, and they'll, then they'll maybe they'll go out in the real world. And they'll be doing the Miracle Whip. It's like you're a fucking idiot. You know, <laughs> this will become a catchphrase. Somebody will like fall down on the like, skateboard. Oh, you're and so mayo, get, dude! Don't be so mayo. Come on, <laughs> be extreme. Don't be so mayo. They also drink your Monster Energy drink. They also redesigned their logo with curious timing, like right before Skate Three came out. I don't know if you've seen it. It's just like the M and the W now. No, and we're talking about it. Here we are fucking Yeah, there you go. Totally fucking works. You know, uh, Pepsi has these throwback. This is like a product podcast. All we are talking about products yeah. today. The, but the Pepsi has these throwback. They have throwback Pepsi and they have throwback Mountain Dew. And I didn't realize that Mountain Dew started as this. The, the, I should clarify. The, the bottles have the old labels from the 70s. They, they've had the old Pepsi logo and they're made with sugar as opposed to you know, that corn poison that's in everything Fructose now. We've syrup. talked about this before on the podcast, actually. Yeah, have we? Okay, yeah. so yeah. Uh, so at some point, though, somebody did something really smart with Mountain Dew where they made it this over-the-top, stupid extreme. brand. Yeah, extreme yeah. brand, but it stuck, right? And it did work, you know, and they, they seem to time that with like just right with the X Games. Like, yeah. It's a weird thing because everybody knows Mountain Dew, but I don't remember where Mountain Dew came from or... It just seemed to come out of nowhere. Gus knows all about it. Yeah, yeah they marketed it to hillbillies at first, <laughs> like yeah. one of the Ozarks. But like in the not is it the nineties that all of a sudden they started? Yeah, I mean, I think in the late seventies is when they, in the mid to late seventies is when they stopped with those old ad campaigns yeah. and then tried to make it a more mainstream soda. And then it was in the early nineties when they 
tried to like tied it to the X Games and made it more of a like an extreme thing. And then in the past ten years, now they're trying to tie it more to gaming and gamers. Right. And it was this thing when you first started hearing about Mountain Dew with those really over the top ads where they're flying around with the cans in their hand. It seemed like something that had always been there, but it really wasn't the case. It's just a really good introduction of a brand, I think. Yeah. Kind of like the Double Down. <laughs> I, it's funny what you find when you uh, do a Google image search for Miracle Whip. What is wow. that? I have no it's idea. A girl licking a can of Miracle Whip. She was a big fan. No, I like it. <laughs> oh, girl, don't be so mayo. <laughs> I'm going to start using that all the time. <laughs> don't be so mayo. <laughs> That's, that's gonna be my new uh, my new catchphrase or my new uh, quote on Xbox Live. Don't be so male. Don't be so male. I have to go back to my planet now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys excited for the finale of Lost? We talked briefly about it. I can't it. tell you how excited I am about the fucking finale of Lost. I can't wait to hit Wikipedia Monday. <laughs> I just can't, I cannot wait to see the reaction. I'm really very interested in it. If they can pull it off and everyone's happy, not everybody, but most people are I, happy. I, I don't think it's gonna happen. It, it just endings don't work that way, and people are just. They're not going to be happy with some stuff. Yeah. It'll be really, really interesting. That's like what we talked about the other week, you know, when Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse were talking about it. And they said, you know, it's like if you start answering questions, it's just like a little kid. There's always a follow-up question. There's always a why, 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 why. It's like eventually you just have to say, hey, look, here's here's a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> and you just distract them. And that's what we're doing now is we're saying, here's a Chuck E. Cheese. That's, yep. what, that's what the last season is. But, yep. Yikes. That's a weird thing to say when your show is yeah, still, still on the air. Say. Dude, I want pizza for lunch now. Let's go to Hoboken Pie. Oh, uh, we almost didn't do it. We almost didn't do it. Let's go to <laughs> uh, locally owned and operated Hoboken Pie for lunch. Yeah, conveniently I, 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 located at 7th and Red River. Man, I am behind on games, dude. I am really behind. I look at this big stack of games that Jeff has. I'm going to guess that you should bypass all of those games yeah. and just play Red Dead Redemption. You guys haven't even talked about playing Alan Wake. Like, you mentioned the Energist uh, thing. What? <sighs> yeah? See, I, when, when I was out at, I was out in a Medal of Honor event out in L.A., and pretty much there's like 40 of us there. About half the guys there had already beaten Alan Wake. Like, they'd all got it early, and they, they'd beaten it. And they say the ending is awesome, and they loved it. So, I, to quote you, you said they said the ending was sick. They might have been talking okay. about Vomit Sick. That ending was totally mayo. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that the first 30 to 45 minutes I thought were pretty rough. I played for about an hour last night, and I turned the game off because I was so upset. You with... got, But the sad thing is is you literally turned it off right where the game starts to get good. It's a good game. <laughs> I, 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 I spent an hour. Why wasn't it good for the first hour? I don't know, dude. I don't know. Like, And the dude looks just like Christian Bale to me. Like, oh, I wondered what you meant by that. Yeah, he, he, looks... he looks just like him to me. and It's, it's super distracting and... I don't know. I'm, I'm still going to play the game, but my, my first impression in the first hour is I am not a fan. I will say I think the episodic thing is really cool. Yeah. You know, one of the one of the scariest, most varied compliments that someone can give to a game, when I hear it and I haven't played the game, is when somebody says, you're going to love this game, it has great writing. Because that is such a specific thing to everybody, and video game writing is not like anything else. I have not been impressed with the writing. There's a narration in this game. I don't like narration in general, but it's pretty over the top. Right. Yeah. Right. But I will say that, like, the game is is continuing to improve as I go. Like, I'm halfway through the third episode right now and thoroughly enjoying it. But the first episode was pretty rocky. I I heard chapter six is supposed to be great. Episode six. Episode six. Whatever. I, I haven't touched the game yet. I literally. I'm, I'm about. Once we get back from lunch, I'm going to drop in Red Dead and get sucked into that. game. Yeah, you got to catch up. Yeah, we're already behind on Red Dead. Oh yeah, look, he does. I, I, I haven't played it at all. But I made the comment, to Jeff. I sat to the first cutscene and I said, "This just shows how high Uncharted set the bar." 
Sure. Yeah. For voice acting for, and yeah. Yeah, for presentation mm-hmm. of cinematics in a video game. I mean, Uncharted is Uncharted is fucking incredible. Yeah, it's good. It's a good series. You know, it's like people who make movies are suddenly making video games all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. It's really good. And I, you know, and I'm not the biggest PS3 fan in the world, but it's worth it. You know, that game. But like writing, when people talk about, especially people who play video games, it's so different. If somebody tells you this game has awesome writing, you're gonna love it. That person probably also loves Donnie Darko and V for Vendetta. <laughs> There's got to be a third one in that trifecta, right? Yeah, oh, gotta be. I'm sure there is. You're, yeah. just, you're, you're upsetting our entire listeners base. Like, like clerks, maybe. God, Donnie you know, Donnie Darko funny. was such a piece of shit. I would put, I would put clerks on a different level than fucking Donnie Darko or V for Vendetta. Yeah, oh, Donnie Darko, Jesus Christ. Yeah, people who, people who like if you're if you go to your DVD collection and you have Donnie Darko and V for Vendetta in there. And those are really great movies. You probably also like Napoleon Dynamite a lot. <laughs> I, I, no, I don't. I don't know what it is. It's, there's something else. There's got to be a third in that trifecta. Maybe it's yet to come. You know, <laughs> when it does come, it'll signal the end of the world. <laughs> I don't know what it'll be. <laughs> it'll be like the insane clown posse biopic or something. <laughs> like that. I don't know what it'll be. It'll be. It'll be. Uh, You're so Mayo the movie or something <laughs> like that. Ugh, man, but if somebody tells me they liked the movie V for Vendetta, I like them less. No, I, just I knowing that, definitely like. I them lose less. respect for them. What's worse, saying they liked it or quoting it? Quoting it's got quoting be, it's worse. Yeah, especially with the VVV speech. Or whatever. That it, doesn't happen that often, though, I, does it? I don't think I it really did for people. it did for a well, while. Well, the internet happens a lot. Mm. Or, or like, remember we'd get hacker threats, and they would always want to happen on the fifth of November. Oh, that's and right. Like, you guys are in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> this is like emo day, November fifth. Uh, oh, speaking of anniversaries, though, um, Star Wars has or Lucas has decided to do something very cool. They are releasing a bunch of Star Wars gear for Xbox Live Marketplace and avatars. For in celebration of the 30th anniversary, really? Cool. Yeah, I mean, tons of stuff. Like you can have a you can have a Tauntaun pet as a prop. I'm uh, buying one of those immediately. I mean, you could dress as every major character. Like you can get Lando Calrissian's blue outfit, oh, and even cool. to the point where you can dress like a Hoth rebel soldier. It's tons of stuff. And Dude, that's they got to make a killing off of that. That's oh brilliant. man, these look great. The yeah. fucking snow stormtrooper. Yep. Now, Keep going. The Boba Fett looks. Can cool. you be the Can you be the stormtrooper uh, from Indoor? The guys that rode the speeders? Uh, this is 30th anniversary of Empire. 30th oh, anniversary just of Empire. Empire. Yeah. Empire. Oh, okay. And then the Chewbacca head looks a little weird. So that would make sense because so it's all Empire stuff. It'd be great, dude, if, if you could get... Can you get like an ad at It'd be great if you get a Tauntaun that you could like cut open and sleep in. <laughs> looks like you get a little Tauntaun pet. You get, get, I have a Yoda hat and... <laughs> See, there's the Hoth Rebel that's, that's cool. costume. Dude, that is fucking awesome. It's pretty cool. I have to admit, it's pretty cool. If I was going to get a pet, though, I'd want like a Womp Rat. Or something like that. <laughs> that Yoda hat seems kind of weird and out of place, though. I guess that was the only thing they could do. I would want like salacious crumb to be my pet. <laughs> salacious crumb, that's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> sit on your shoulder and laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so that'd be what two or three years from now you get the salacious crumb. One? Yeah, probably. Yeah, well, it'd be eighty-two, so it'd be two thousand and twelve. Would be the thirtieth anniversary. Oh, we'll only, oh. Get to, we'll only get to have them for a couple months before the end of the world. You know what, dude. <laughs> I'm not turning up my nose at that anymore. Yeah. Nope. I'll, I'll turn up my hose, my nose extra for you. Turn up your hose. Hey, that's I'll good. turn up my hose too. The uh, did you guys see that they had fucking softball size hail in Oklahoma this weekend? No. Think what? about that. Softball size. Softball size hail. hail. That'd kill a dude. I've seen bigger. 
What? <laughs> Speaking of which, guys, we got to build carports. <laughs> I know. The other, the other day when like there was a threat of hail in Austin, I went and ate at Star Seats just so I could park at the Days Inn <laughs> undercover. Yeah, no kidding. Did you really? Yeah. I'm terrified. We have bad hail in Austin. I don't want. Yeah. I guess I both got new cars. We don't I, want to get them destroyed. I'm trying to get a fucking contractor to build me a goddamn carport, and they all either want to charge a ridiculous amount of money, or they just never come back with a quote. Yeah, go figure. Yeah, well, it's contractors. Well, can't you get like some kind of cover for your car that's a padded cover? That would. Yeah, I've got some blankets, like in case the weather gets bad, I'm just gonna run out. It seems and do like that. I don't ever know of anybody who owns those things, but it seems like everyone would want a cover. For their car from when hail is coming mm-hmm. through. I'm especially nervous because the top of my car is all glass. It's all glass and solar panels, which oh. I'm sure is not expensive to replace at all. Solar yeah. panels? Yeah. My car has solar panels that power fans inside of it. So when you park like out in the sun and it's hot, the, the solar panels power the fans to suck out the hot air from your car. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So well, that's ca- brilliant. So your car doesn't become like, you know, 180 degrees or whatever. I had a Maxima at one point in my life that I really liked, and it had a feature on the remote where you could roll down the windows as you unlock the car. Mm-hmm. And so as you approach your car, it would vent all that heat out of there. Yeah, I think my car does that too. Which, by the way, in Texas is extremely important. Yeah. And it gets to be like, what, 300 degrees inside yeah. of the car? I've got that, and I've also got the, boop, AC. Oh, nice. What is that? You can turn my air conditioner on. What? Yeah. Are you crazy? So if you push that by accident, what happens? The AC turns on for three minutes and shuts off. Oh, that's cool. So and this good. is, what are you driving? Prius. Fucking hey, Dude, I want a Prius. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. So that like they, they, cool. they say you use the solar panels to keep it from getting super hot. Then when you're just about ready to go, you know, leave a couple minutes before you turn the AC on. And then it's not Dude, hot at all when you get that in. That sounds pretty cool to me. Don't yeah. give me buyer's remorse. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that little little things like that that I care about more in a car. I'm not a very big car guy to begin with. But I would rather have better gadgets like that than a faster, sportier car or whatever. Sure, absolutely. I, I don't get the use out of that. Yeah, my, my car is totally a gadget car. There's nothing <laughs> nothing sporty about it at all. Yeah, I, you know, I'll be honest. I, I do drive badly. I, I'm, I'm not a bad driver in the sense that I cut people off or, you know, or anything like that, but I just drive poorly. Mm-hmm. Like, I... I I stomp the accelerator pedal until I'm going as fast as I want to go. Then I let off of it and then stomp it again. I just, <laughs> I'm just not a very good driver. And I don't understand to this day, why do people want a stick shift? It makes no fucking sense to me at all. I kind of like stick shift. I like them too. But I don't understand it. It's I a mean, more immersive experience when you're driving. And if you know how to drive a stick shift well, you get better gas mileage. I don't see the immersive experience. That's what I don't want. I, really? want, I want suspension of disbelief. See, I now, <laughs> for the first time in my life, I don't have a stick shift and I miss it. Really? We also yeah. have a pretty sporty car, too. That sounds mental to me that you say that. No, I just feel like my hand feels worthless. Like it should be doing stuff while I'm driving. Just grab your dick. I can do that. Yeah. But I'm left-handed. No problem. Good solution, Gus. <laughs> it's yeah, all dude. backwards. Don't be so mayo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I finally, you know, they're finally going to shut down the Reach Beta, I think, tomorrow. And I finally got a Skullamanjaro last night. I was so happy. Oh, did you? Yeah, I got yeah. a Skullamanjaro. You know that's going to be an achievement when the game comes yeah. out. What's right? today's so, date? Today's the 19th. Okay, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah it shuts down tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific yeah. time. Yeah, hmm. then that game, I had a Skullamanjaro. Are, are you sure? Like, <laughs> is it going to go for another like two weeks after? Jack, I don't want to upset you uh, <laughs> by telling you what time it's going to shut down, and then it doesn't shut down. You get to play more God. Reach, and you'll be like, fuck this shit! <laughs> what do I get to play more of this goddamn free <laughs> game? Bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Jack ever got that animated, but it's appreciated. <laughs> he, got that, he got that animated in my head. <laughs> it would be great if he wakes up tomorrow to play the Reach beta for the last hour and his Xbox has been stolen in the night. <laughs> yeah, that would be, be great. Like a cataclysm of bad events for Jack. Yeah, just, what if you woke up one day just like in a warehouse and realized you got <laughs> stolen? 
<laughs> there was nothing left, so they took you. you know, Jack yeah. just came back from a trip last night, and when he walked into the office this morning, I was like, what'd they take this time? Yeah. You know, I, I gotta say, though, Jack, you're on fucking Twitter. I'm leaving for L.A. I'm on a plane right now, so you guys in five minutes, L.A. And it's like, why are you tweeting this shit after you've been robbed twice? It's a good point, dude. People are still at the house. My parents live there, man. <laughs> what a deterrent. <laughs> what a deterrent that's proven to be. Yeah, well, exactly. You know, I got to say, dude, that guy, and you probably delete this, Gus, whoever that guy is that stole your stuff, that dude has a window that faces your driveway. I guarantee I absolutely no. guarantee that guy. There's, is no, there's only one house that faces my driveway, and it's a guy we've known for like 25 years. Uh, Drug addict, huh? No. Yeah. Falling on hard times, recession. You might want to check how many points he has in Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> he might he might have something jumped up his gamer score this previous week. Yeah. But I want to say I want to say one thing about the product placement thing though too. And Gus, you might want to edit this back into more relevant part of the podcast. There is an appropriate level of product placement. In video games, and we've seen it, and we've seen it done very well. Burger King and Doritos, they did it very well. Absolutely. That, that Doritos free game that they put out, that was probably the single best sponsored thing I've ever seen anyone do. Yeah. Because they had a, they had a free product that you could download, and it was a great game. And it was fucking Doritos the whole way through it. I didn't care. I yeah. totally didn't care. It was also an easy 200 points. Yeah. But it's a fun game, a fun, It was a fun 200 points. Yeah, it's a, it's a, you sit down and play it for about an hour and have a really good time doing it. But Actually, on, on the flip side of that, Burger King also had one of the worst achievements for Fight Night Round 2, I think it was. Fight Night Round 3. Round 3? Yeah. Like, the king, the Burger King king would walk with you to your match, and then if you won, you got the Burger King-themed achievement. It was terrible. Yeah. yeah. But Burger King did do the thing where they put out those three games. Those three games. Pocket Bike Racer and those others. We had Sneaking over here. Yeah. Eric's right there. And that was cool. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're totally uh, bypassing the Toyota Yaris game that I never God. played. Did you play that? Yeah, I downloaded it because it was like, oh, free 200 gamer score. And then it's like, to get that 200 gamer score, you'd have to play for it in like 20 hours or something like that. Are well, you that, serious? Yeah. yeah. I didn't oh, get one wow. achievement in it. The last, the last achievement was to buy a Toyota Yaris. <laughs> That's how that, you got it. That Burger King Fight Night achievement is a hundred gamer score. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's well, only there's the, only ten achievements in that game. Eight, 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 or, eight or nine, I think. I think there's ten hundred point achievements. Eight. Damn. What's up? Because there's one fifty point achievements. Yeah. Too. Uh, well, raise your hand if you have a thousand points in the game. <laughs> Gus. Well, I've never even played a Fight Night game. Well, if you game. if you want a thousand points, you can get that probably about five hours. I can honestly say. Maddest I've ever seen Jeff with video games when I beat him at Fight Night multiplayer. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh shit. He yeah. Got, he got legitimately upset about that. What was fucking lag? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those of things where you play against a computer and you're like, oh, I can beat the fuck out of anybody. And then you realize he doesn't know how to block. He's just, he's throwing haymaker after haymaker. <laughs> <laughs> just like block, punch, punch, punch. Jabbing the shit out of him. He's getting mad as hell. Did you ever one punch knock anybody out in that game? I don't know. I don't think so. The first fight night for the original Xbox, I played with my roommate, and it was, I think I was uh, it was Rocky Marciano versus I forget who he was, and I parried his first swing and I caught him on the jaw and dropped him and he didn't get up. It was incredible. He thought the game was broken, and that's the only time I've ever done. It was literally the first time the two of us fought. It was incredible. What it a can, fascinating. It story. can be done. But it would be awesome if you hit him so hard that it bricked his Xbox, <laughs> <laughs> like knocked him out, red ringed it. It kind of reminds me of uh, that old gameplay mechanic Steel Battalion had, where if you died and you didn't eject from your mech, it would erase your save game. Oh, 
Really? Yeah. I love that. Yeah, you like you had you know the steel battalion had that huge controller and everything, and if you didn't hit eject in time, the game would just delete your save and you had to start over. Video games these days, man, there's not enough pain and horror. <laughs> to play games. And that was like a three hundred dollar game because you had to buy the fucking controller and everything. Dude, somewhere right now there's a dude who's still playing that game like five hours a day. He's like the best steel battalion player in the world. I've got that game. Yeah, I thought you got rid of it. No, I, th- I thought I, I thought about selling it, but I never did. The Halo Two dudes uh, quit finally. Yeah, the yeah. last guy got booted. He got booted? Yeah. yeah. He was by himself in there? Yeah. And he finally just got kicked off. Oh, see you, dude. Thanks for keeping it alive as long as you did. Yeah, absolutely. You were the last player in the world to they, play that game. They should make one of those Bud Light commercials to those guys. <laughs> Here's to you, Halo 2 guys. <laughs> you don't have girlfriends, but you have 55,000 55, games played. All right, let's get out of here. For, right. for real. Man. Okay. What are you going to eat? We're going to go we're, we're gonna get some pizza. Hoboken. They, they won't let us into Chuck E. Cheese without a kid, right? Yeah. We should go kidnap someone and then go to Chuck E. Cheese. Dude, I have a kid. It's a, it's a free in for us. Yeah, your kid's at school, though. Nah, I can pick her up. That's creepy okay. as shit what you just said. <laughs> what? It's so like I have you're using your kid to get into places, <laughs> and we can hang out with other kids. <laughs> That's the dream. Does your kid know someone at APD? Uh, we, can get, we, can get a, we, can, we can get a case solved. <laughs> what? Because you're... All right, we'll go back and explain uh, this to you, because you, you got some help... And it looks like your case might get solved because your uncle knows somebody at the APD. So Gus was making the joke that, does my daughter know somebody at the APD? Maybe she could get a case solved as well. Yes. That's hilarious. But you, would you like me to draw it out? If you could. Do you have yeah. a Venn diagram? Yeah, please. Let's draw can this you, out even further. Can you do an infographic for me? Okay. Thanks for listening. I'm, <laughs> I'm now mad at the... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs>